0: Hey man, you done you done plowing your field yet? Or you still got uh, a little more you plowing know, to do? When you, the,
1: the work's never done, right? You're always got some more it's plowing to done. do. It's never done. That's sort of the yeah. beauty of plowing.
0: Hey, uh, you want know, to talk a little goss? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, dish, why not? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Well, uh, first up, uh, you know the fishmonger's wife? Yeah. Oh, word is that she has a little side piece. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Uh,
1: yeah, no. I have. Uh, you can tell. You can tell. You can. You know. You see. You, you see them tell. together. You see
0: the fishmonger. It's like, why is he yeah, with it her? It doesn't make any. Like, what's sense. What's going on here? It Doesn't make yeah. any sense. Uh, let's let's see. Also, uh, oh, I, I heard that. Uh, you know the, the 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 like all the grain we got at that 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 storehouse where all the grain mm-hmm. is in. Uh I heard the fishmonger's been going in there. The fucking. Pound off. The fishmonger like maybe is Jack <laughs> That's part of the reason there's the fission between if the they two would just of them. Talk you know, about that's part it. of the reason they obviously exactly
1: uh, you know, sh- her needs aren't being met. That's why she has this side piece. Meanwhile, he can't fulfill the needs because he's fucking pounding off in the in in, in the in the shed. Yeah, he's using all of his
0: energy And the and also in the grain shed, everyone, everyone uses that that's grain. That's where all the grain comes from. Oh, also Dia dear yeah. D Di- Di- okay, back. I was hoping that I was gonna be able
1: to get to tell you this, but you know. I heard that Diablo's back. I heard that the reason the fishmonger has been pounding off in the in the grain uh-huh. shack is because Diablo is like making him do it. And that's kind of the fucked up thing that like it kind of like we're oh like kind God, of he's joking. Been, like possessed by some sort of demon. We're like joking that he's back and that's like kind of funny that he's yeah. back. But actually, it's like really fucked up because, you know, these things, you know, shit rolls downhill. Right. He's jacking off now. So yeah. now his marriage is ruined. It's a whole thing. But, you know, maybe the wife is happier,
0: so it's, like, tough to say if actually it is worse. She's getting railed. I just can't believe Diablo's back. I thought we got rid of him, like, 50 years ago. I was like, okay, and now he's back. Yeah, you know, we're just starting to just finish Don't. rebuilding, and now Diablo's here to muck everything up. Uh,
1: what frustrates me about him, and I th- I can say this to you because I think, you know, we're, we're cool. You're not going to go ahead and say this to him. Oh, yeah, no,
0: yeah,
1: 100%. If you're just going to come back every time we get rid of you, just stay, dude. Don't... Fucking, you know, come over here, get your fucking, you know, ass, you know, ripped apart, get walloped by us. We we're always the ones having to do this, and then come back. Just stick around.
0: Yeah, you think like the the archangel Tyrael puts him back into his place, like one, like he'd just eventually be like, I just give up. Just you know, you don't need to. Look for the key to hell and try to unleash your minions back to scour a sanctuary. Just fucking let us be. It's embarrassing. He just wants attention, and it's it's just you know it's it's tough. He does. That's what it is. It's it's like a it's a it's a compulsion. It's like pathological. Like he needs the attention. And you know, I thought we had him. You remember a few years ago when the uh, the county barrister uh, had those charges of obstruction of justice? He brought up on Diablo, and I was like, oh my god, we're gonna get him. Cause he, cause you remember he stole all those scrolls. He was keeping all those scrolls. It was in a this entry. Like, oh re- do I remember? Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna lock him up. He's fucking done. And no, he fucking wriggles his way out of it. I don't know how he does it. I'm just
1: trying to think if there's any more gossip. Oh god, the biggest thing is that Let's Diablo's see, um, back, and that's sort of like
0: the main Diablo's thing. back. Oh, my family got killed by skeletons. What? It fucking fucking skeletons came in with like a. With crossbows. Just fucking murked them all. While we're talking, my wife, she left this big... It's like big tree. Uh Uh-huh. Came in and kicked my ass. It's tough when you try... You can't... It's just, you know, there's there's a reason there's weight classes in combat sports. Yeah, you can't... You just can't go up against one of those big tree creatures. Mono, mono. I tried hitting it. Yeah, no. You're just gonna get a fistful of splinters. Yeah, that's exactly
1: what happened. Cried right yeah. in front of him. Fuck my wife.
0: Uh, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna town portal over to the uh, graveyard to uh, visit my family's uh, tomb. So I'm gonna a uh, nice talk. Yeah, with nice you. talking you
1: too. Uh, I'm gonna go to the, um, I guess this grain shack.
0: Hey, hey okay. All right. We socket skulls into amulets and explode corpses to make more corpses as we discuss Diablo 4 this week on Get Played. Welcome to Get Played, your one stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to Get Played. Heather Ann Campbell is, I was out last week, she's out this week. Ship's passing in the night. Uh, but we'll all be back next week to discuss this month's We Play You Play Street Fighter 6. That's coming a week from today on Monday, June 26th. And we also have a special guest for that, Matt. Yeah, a very special guest. And let's just say <laughs>
1: you're going to want to hear this one. You're going to want to hear all of their – our guest today is also special. I got to say. Have that,
0: hey, man. That's absolutely right. uh I, fucking I, I, I do want to – <laughs> Just as you said that, our guest turned off oh, his I'm camera. Special, <laughs> fuck
2: you! <laughs> turned his camera off because he's crying. I don't know uh, how to handle compliments based on my childhood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For all our listeners out there, we do want to hear your thoughts on SF6. Uh, send them into our Discord. We'll read some of those next week. And Matt, I want to hear your thoughts before we intro our guest on a game that you possibly talked about last week. I was going to listen to the episode, but then you and Heather both told me not to. Uh, uh, yeah, so, don't, worry, uh, don't don't worry about it. Uh, okay. But uh, on last week's episode, I, I'm not sure if you talked about this or not. But I, it's a fr- like people think of Matt, they think of you know. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Kingdom Hearts, Pokemon, but there's another franchise on your Mount Rushmore: Prince of Persia. And dude. Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown was announced, and I think it looks pretty sick. You think I didn't fucking talk about that last week, dude? That <laughs> <laughs> was the, the matter with you?
1: Of course, I talked about it. I said they fucking that because they announced it at the at Summer Game Fest. Uh, yes. And it's a new. Uh, Prince of Persia style or Prince of Persia game in the uh, you know 2D platformer style, uh, and I'm very excited about it. Every other announcement after that, I was not excited. <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever. That was honestly a standout for me.
0: I watched yeah. the trailer and then I also watched a gameplay like talkover video. It yeah. just sort of, it, it like it, it, I really like the aesthetic. I really like that sort of, you know, two and a half D, um, engine they got there, and just like that kind of gameplay. I mean, I, 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 I play those sorts of games so much. Like, like, just like a. A platformer, a Metroidvania, yes. you know, like a like a game, a, a platform game that's 2D that also has a lot of like exploration and light RPG elements. Like I love that shit. So that's a day one for me, especially coming in January 2024. Uh, which first game, where, first I'm game of the year. Will- First game of the year? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm very excited about that. There was. I'm a- also like just that Ubisoft is like, hey, let's make this, let's do this with this IP because they seem so committed to doing one type of game. Yeah, and so for them to actually make this, I don't know, it, 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 that looks hell. I do think it's
1: funny that they couldn't quite get their hand, like uh, get their heads around the Sands of Time remake, but they're like, uh here's this other thing. This is thing. <laughs> we made go. a new game while yeah. we we're working on the remake. Sorry, while we delayed that for the fourth
0: time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh our get anyway uh i'm looking forward to that our guest today from his podcast high and mighty in action boys returning
2: to the show john gabrus is here hi gabrus yo what up fam thanks for having me back i'm stoked i i've been wanting to come back on the show been feeling under um gamed personally but i'm just like not getting i'm Not getting as I'm like six months behind everyone, maybe nine months behind everyone. Mm -hmm. But this is a game I've been looking forward to. It kind of surprised me that it's coming out. And then when you asked me to come on, I just like had an excuse to pump some hours in. Hell yeah. It's been feeling fucking good, man. So thank you so much. This means a lot. Oh any, my god
1: any, Anytime you want to come on us. Just tell us Yeah we'll co- We'll have you on anytime <laughs> I'll tell somebody else That they have to fucking kick rocks
0: I don't care Yeah <laughs> He'll tell well, me I'll yeah. be like Alright I'll get the fuck out of here I'm care. like
2: Can you retroactively go back Nine months I just beat God of War Ragnarok <laughs> 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 Like okay, do yeah. like Disney's doing With French Connection And just re- like Replace the entire episode But don't tell listeners <laughs>
3: But yeah, here's it. Uh,
1: yeah. One here's a new episode uh, that we was, like. We didn't do a, a, a God of War specific one, and also it came out <laughs> months ago. You missed it. Actually, <laughs> gaslight the entire
0: audience. This is uh, our best okay. episode. <laughs> Gamers, the, the game we're going to talk about today, I think, kind of slots into a, an episode of your podcast, High and Mighty, I guessed it on, back on your 420 special. Uh, ostensibly, we were supposed to talk about, like, mar- like marijuana and video games, getting into that flow state while high, uh, while gaming. I think, like, every time I guessed on your podcast, we instead just end up talking about, like— having diarrhea all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but,
2: yeah uh, I, I, to be fair, same when I guest on your podcast. <laughs> and you know what? And don't it's you here. worry, listeners. <laughs> you could play the Nintendo Switch with diarrhea. So get pumped. <laughs> it,
0: it, I, I'm curious. We'll talk about Diablo 4 in a little bit more depth in a second. But like, is this like the kind of game that you play while high?
2: Yes. The thing that's fun is almost all games are. Uh, mm. I will say, like slow-moving games to a lesser degree. Like you know, I love a sieve and shit like that. Oh but yeah, hell yeah, yeah. A little less fun when stoned. Um, these like kind of active games that, and. Getting off the computer and onto the PlayStation for me, because uh, I was mostly uh, playing uh, PC ported games or Steam games on my iMac for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the pandemic, got myself a PS5, and that was a real. I got in the in the pandemic, I got myself a PS4 mm-hmm. for the first time, and i never been. I hadn't been on PS since PS2, so I was really fucking into it. And then upgraded to five. So. Playing, smoking weed and playing games not on your computer where you could easily open up a porn tab or start <laughs> messaging someone or, like, sure. realizing you got to draft, like, a work email or something. Yeah. Getting and. For me, unfortunately, I'm apartment life. Uh, Both me and my partner work from home. So my gaming system is about a foot and a half to the right of where I'm currently sitting. So it's a huge separation. But going to the couch with the controller is just a, a vibe shift that, you know, pairs well with a volcano or a bong or something like that.
0: One hundred percent. No, I am like you can you can see my tableau on the webcam, but like I'm standing at my desk right now. Behind me is a, is the couch that I sit on. And then on the wall, there is my gaming TV. So I get the exact same setup. I just like move 90 degrees, basically. Yeah, it's, it's the exact same thing. Right um, there. Yeah. <laughs> but my it, second
2: but monitor for my for when I'm working and watching something on my, my second monitor is my play also my PlayStation monitor.
0: It's amazing what a, what a like a reset that does to you to just like change your orientation in the same room. Because like I go from like stress to like relaxation and I'm, I'm moving just about, you know, four feet.
2: It's, it's so crazy. Like the detachment you feel from work, especially since zooming podcasts and stuff is all here. It right. does feel like that and getting a break from It's so funny where I'm like, I got to get off this screen and get onto a different one. Is like <laughs> kind of like my entire vibe. I got to get off my phone and put on a movie. Like that's constantly what I, but in 2023 with my brain being broken like this, like a movie is the new book. Like, you know, if yeah, I sit down sure. and watch a, I'll watch a full movie that's like trying to read a book to me. Like it's like with phones and life stress and uh, high blood pressure, you know, all that shit.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I, I keep my, I keep my phone out of reach. Like, and I try to do it both when I'm gaming and when I'm, when I'm watching a movie, just like, I'm going to totally engage with this piece of media right now. And it like, I, I don't know. I, I find like I relax more and it's, it's better for my brain uh, you, you mentioned movies and, and it's been a while since you've been on and I did want to ask you about a movie because I know you've played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons um you're like you're like the the like one of the coolest guys I know but you're also like have a lot of like nerd culture uh, in your background and and yeah and I know you played a lot of D d did you like Dungeons and Dragons honor among thieves
2: I enjoyed it thoroughly me too um, I I knew I was going into like a kid's movie, you know, like, yeah. And it's funny how like that's like a refreshing take on IP for some reason, even though it's it's practically Guardians of the Galaxy with like dungeons instead of outer space. Mm -hmm. But I love Chris Pine. And yes, the other thing that this movie did that no other movie does nowadays is not everyone was quippy. Just Chris Pine, other funny stuff happened, but it came from being like a frightened sorcerer or a stoic barbarian, sure, and so i I dug it for that reason. I dug it for like the it got into some shit. we met some halflings, we saw a mimic, we saw a fucking gelatinous cube a um a displacer beast, like a lot of cool shit like that, and in my head, I'm picturing the eu being rather fucking cool because we don't necessarily have to follow these characters. It's about, like, the land that they all exist in instead, like Forgotten Realms or mm-hmm. whatever. I think they're going all Forgotten Realms because they reference Elminster. So that right. puts it in Forgotten Realms, which is kind of a, a, a beautiful universe. And if we get more movies in that universe, but maybe we meet Chris Pine at, in some interaction or something like that, It's a uh, hopefully the next D&D movie, I guess is what I'm saying, is not this cast in a different... That'll bum me out. I hope that what they learn from this is, like... Stealing from the campaign idea Like this is a module Let's do another module in the world
0: Yeah it definitely felt like you were watching Like a campaign come to life Like I I, I would not be I mean I kind of fully expect them to make more movies With the same cast But I hope that <laughs> like you were saying I hope they do expand it Because again it's such a it's such a lush world that you can do whatever in. Uh, but also, it, like, a, a big part of what I liked about it is that it, like, what you're talking about the quipping, it, like, it wasn't taking the piss out of the IP. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, making fun of Dungeons and Dragons. We didn't have, uh, you know, a bunch of fourth wall breaking jokes or stuff about, like, you know, like all of them being nerds or something yeah, like let's that. It's roll it,
2: again, boys. Or exactly. Whatever, you know? yeah, I, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 No, it, it, like, it, like, took the world, the reality they inhabited seriously. And I, I don't know. I mean, that, I, I was just like, I, I, I think we talked after i saw it i was like I, I hope they make 10 of these
2: yeah i'm into matt you're a dork but you're not really like a dnd dork <laughs> i'm not right? like
1: a good one yeah i'm kind of like no a no you're like a, a
2: young dork yeah you're like you're not into, I, no paper and pencils for you I, you're like all get that shit away digital. from me i'll cut myself on the paper
1: uh no i've played some dnd i have yet to see the movie though and i don't know why oh. I, I haven't seen it yet uh it's on paramount plus now i could watch it at home Check oh shit!
2: Out. I'm gonna rewatch it yeah, for free. Go. I wouldn't pay to rewatch it, but no, I will watch no, it for yeah, free. you shouldn't yeah. pay for it. I guess it. it's not free. It's six dollars a month or whatever. Well, if you <laughs> have anything th- to see, Mayor of Kingstown. <laughs> you well, and you
1: need to watch uh, all the All in the, the the Family Stallone too. You gotta watch. Oh movie. yeah, there you go. All I got
2: Foob, I got Fubar, The Family Stallone, and an Arnold Doc all on streaming right now, and I couldn't give a rat's <laughs> ass. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like what I begged for as a child, and now it's right. just like, ugh, I need to see the family dynamic. Of sliced (laughs) alone. Yeah, it's funny when you love someone, you're like, I'll see anything they do, and you're like, wait, no, never mind. Yeah, I I don't know if I need to see him, (laughs)
1: like, not know how fucking remote works or something. (laughs) Uh, But no, I. I should watch the movie. I it's been on my list to watch. It's been it's been on home video, or you know, you, where you can watch it at home for a while. Uh, so it's yeah. it's 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 next in the queue. Uh, but it, 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 I'm glad it's good. I would like to see them make more things like that because, you know, it is just like, you know, if there's like it can be five Marvel movies a year. Well, I can one of them can be a D and D movie, and that's fine.
2: Yeah, that's how I feel. It's yeah. like, throw that on the fucking, we got two Star Wars, two Marvels, and a and d movie this year. Fuck it. Just like, and like, that's... This is so desperate. I'm not even, like, begging for, like, auteurs to make, like, singular ideas. I'm just like, oh, cool, fresh IP. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a bummer. Well, people like that, like,
1: Christopher Nolan's always going to make an Oppenheimer. He's, like, he's always going to do something that's, like, his own sort of singular thing. Wes Anderson's always going to be make something cute. Uh, yeah. You know, he's,
0: <laughs> are those are those the two guys who can still do that? I mean, like, I think they're like, truly yeah. They're the two white yeah.
1: guys that are allowed to make something uh, on their yeah. own that aren't a, a property. But, you know. A couple years from now, maybe uh, Wes gets, you know, needs a couple, is is strapped for cash and he makes the Grand Budapest Hotel 2 or something.
2: (laughs) I I saw, like, uh, some headline that like WB is trying to woo uh, Nolan back uh, Warner Brothers trying to woo Nolan back get like movies again and like a dozen of the comments or responses like yes we need another Dark Knight and I'm like shut no, up no you're asking for the wrong thing yeah. like, like, <laughs> oh we got legendary sushi chef back in it's like oh sick I want a fucking steak it's like <laughs> no you fucking idiot but that, that headline is also
1: confusing to me because I guess I just don't understand the particulars but they're like they're wooing him back with this check this residual check for like seven figures or something and i was like well that's his money (laughs) like it's like that's not like a big like he got a little
2: boned with his tenant residuals because it never it didn't do like it didn't do movie ticket numbers which is where like the real big back-end sharing hits so by it going to streaming it kind of fucked him and he was like I'm working with Warner Brothers, like the fucking WB, and you guys are figuring out a way to just uh, not put this in the movies. And he's like one of the few guys making theater movies anymore
0: for sure. Yeah. Thank God for Tom Cruise. That's all I'm going to say. Tom
2: Cruise, Scorsese, even though Scorsese, his last movie was uh, his newest movie is Apple and his last movie is Netflix. It does feel funny that he's like, give me $200 million. I'll give you a three and a half hour movie for your service, but you got to put it in the theater too. He's like found a way to like get Silicon Valley to finance him and fucking De Niro fucking around in old man makeup. He's
1: he's done with the one for you, one for me. He's like, all for me, you make
2: it, baby. (laughs) Yeah, all (laughs) for me i tell you it's good you get to put it on your dumb computer let's go (laughs) (laughs) and
1: i hate marvel
3: movies
0: well look i have one more question for you gabrus and this also is a question i'll put to you matt which is what are you playing oh wow wow uh, so you mentioned earlier, you played some God of War Ragnarok. You're late to the party on that. I think we were also texting that you played some Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Is that correct? That's correct. The first one.
2: I was going to jump off – after God of War, I was – the next game I was going to kick off was the uh, Jedi games, but I guess there's two. Yeah. And someone told me, you should play through the first one because the stories are connected. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's just the nerd thing I need to hear to activate my completionist like, spectrum mind. I'm like, <laughs> of course, I would never be able to enjoy the second one without playing the first one. And so I've been <laughs> trying to get through that. But some, my buddy – my buddy reached out and was like, yo, for like an extra $30, you can have Diablo four now. And I was like, Oh, and I just was like, didn't, I was waiting for whatever the date was, but they're like, as of the six, you can have it or whatever day I got it. You can get it like early for a a hundo instead of end, you know, if you're, if you're going to live in a tiny apartment and own nothing and have no savings and no retirement, (laughs) what are you going to do with a few extra bucks? Get Diablo yeah, get five early. days early. <laughs> yeah. So so I've been on that. Um, and then I also, along the same lines, wanted to play the new Zelda, but I gave up on Breath of the Wild five minutes in on my Switch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. And so I downloaded Breath of the Wild again. And I was going to start playing that on the Switch. But when I got on the, I went to go use it when I was traveling and it yeah, needed diarrhea. to be updated. To- Yeah, I had diarrhea on the plane. I didn't get up to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Comfort plus, they just deal with it. Uh, (laughs) People are, you know, I was wearing a mask. Didn't bother me too much. Right. Uh, You're fine. But it couldn't get updated, so I was like, fuck. And then I just played this other game I love on the Switch and then it got me accidentally hooked on it again. I've been playing Monster Train a lot. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. So,
0: I've heard a lot about Monster Train, and I, I've had people recommend it to me because Because um, yeah, you like Slay uh, the Spire? Exactly, exactly. yeah. That's the people how People would be like, this, play this, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's exactly, because I loved Slay the Spire and got really addicted and accidentally had it on, like, three different <laughs> platforms. Like, I had it on Steam, <laughs> on my Switch, and then I was like, I gotta play this on PlayStation. You know, I was, like, getting it every Everywhere. Yeah, um, and someone was like, oh, you should try Monster Train, and Monster Train is fun in in a similar way, just with, like, uh, cooler art, I guess, cooler character design.
0: I got to try it out at some point. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just so overwhelmed because there have been so many new releases, but I'm sure it would be, like, extremely my shit. Uh, yeah, I, I think you can—boy, Tears of the Kingdom is, is, a, is a good one uh, uh, because what you were just talking about of, like, oh, I should play the first one before I play the second one, and I was like, because— I'll just go into I've been playing uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom in addition to Diablo 4, and I played it all handheld, all on planes and trains while I was touring uh, this past weekend and which I don't normally love doing for a game of this kind of scope, but I'm, I, but it, it does work. I mean, clearly they've just put, they've, they've figured out how to make it work on, on handheld and, and especially cause I get the OLED switch. So the screen is really pretty. So it, you know, I, I, have I've been having a lot of fun with it. I, I'm not sure if like how I would where, where I land, but yeah, Matt, maybe you have a take on this. Cause I know you've played more of this game than I have, but, uh, I, I'm not sure where I land on. Can, do you just jump into Tears of the Kingdom or do you play Breath of the Wild first? Because it is in, in a lot of ways like such an iterative game, and I think it's like a much you know, it's it, it's a it's a you know a, a more refined game by virtue yeah. of a lot more development and by virtue of it being the second one. I think you're probably fine to just go straight to Tears of the Kingdom I, if you're intrigued. I I would tend to agree with that too, specifically because of
1: the the uh, the the tutorial part of the game I think is some of the best video game onboarding I've seen in in years like it yes you get every skill you could possibly need for the entire game in the first like hour or something and from there it's just like all right go nuts like go oh cool uh, it's so it's in, so you get to experience your abilities from very early on and it's not like you're going around the entire map or something, and you don't have one of the abilities yet. You're like, oh, I got to come back when I have that. You just have everything, and you can just go. So I, that, I would definitely make a case for, um, for starting uh, with Tears if you want to, like, be in on the, uh, I the, guess. The conversation. On the, the conversation, zeitgeist? yeah, then the Zeitgeist. Yeah. Right. But otherwise, you know, Breath of the Wild also really, really great.
2: Would, would I enjoy Breath of the Wild? if i beat te- if i played tears of the kingdom for 80 hours or whatever and then i'm like shit i should go play breath of the wild or would it feel like a little wonky or like not as rich for
1: i me? don't know I if it would feel wonky but i think for me i played uh breath of the wild it took me 3 times to like latch on to breath of the wild uh and then i finally went all the way through it um i think it would feel uh like a very slight step backwards not a complete step maybe like because like some of the stuff you have different abilities and so it's just a little bit different the world feels a little more um filled in in the second game so it might it might feel a little i don't know if it would feel dated necessarily but it would feel it would feel different i would say a little bit okay
2: interesting
0: yeah i yeah i I don't know i mean like I, i guess what i would say is if you start playing breath of the wild and it hooks you then just keep playing that. But if you're like, kind of like bounce off of it, I wouldn't say that's a reason to not play Tears of the Kingdom.
2: That's great advice. That's what I was wondering. Cool. Cause I, I didn't get hooked by Breath of the Wild. I had, I found it very difficult to like control or like, I got like jammed up like a half hour into the game. Like I wasn't able to do almost anything. And I was like, this sucks. And then I found it really frustrating. And I was like, uh, I think what I need to do is get my—I usually play handheld. I should probably get it up on the screen and um, and mess with it there.
1: And I think that a big a big difference, that this might be the thing that brings you over to tears. I felt like maybe comparatively— This might
2: be the thing that brings you to tears. This might make very... you fucking <laughs> sob right now.
1: Uh, I think that like, some of the solutions to problems in Breath of the Wild— they're more limited would you when you say nick and then in, in tears, you can kind of solve anything any way you want and they they encourage that they're like go nuts do think think outside the box
0: yeah, I I feel you know I've I probably said it too many times, yeah. but it's more of a problems not puzzles approach. Yes. Where it's just like, hey, you have to get the, you have to get from A to B, and however you want to do it, figure it out. You have to get this this uh, you know this sphere into this receptacle, uh, but you don't have to do it by a certain prescribed method. If you figure out some other way to do it, that's fine. So yeah, I I I've definitely have played this game. I've definitely have played it in like. I feel like kind of clumsy, shitty ways and still come out on top and still felt like a genius. Yeah. And I think that's part of the the fun of it. Part of the fun of the, uh, you know, the building mechanics and then also the um, the various like environmental manipulation mechanics, like 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 rewinding time that you have at your disposal. Yeah.
2: Oh, cool.
1: We're like yeah. in Breath of the Wild, you could sort of still do that, but it would you'd have to do it more intentionally, I think, whereas in Tears, it's like you can kind of do st- stuff. On accident sometimes, too, and be like, oh, look at that. Like, I I did it.
0: I didn't think that (laughs) would work. Um, Yeah, that definitely was not the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, But fucking whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's awesome.
1: I'll say I rolled credits on Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Wow. What an alpha. Congrats, bro. Thank you very much. No, it was. Next up. Getting laid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I might try <laughs> to give that a spin, see what that's like. Um I I couldn't I honestly couldn't believe that I did it. Um I I I put a lot of time into it. I'm somewhere in the ninety-five to hundred hours in that game already. Um and I I just got really focused on doing the main quests and I was like, I think I did for just my own peace of mind, I need to just put an end to this. So, like the story, sure, yeah. So I can play like Diablo and Street Fighter Six, uh, and not feel bad about taking time away from Zelda anymore. And I also <laughs> got to get back into Jedi Survivor. I was like halfway through that when Tears came out. Um, but right now, I'm still, I'm still playing, I'm still playing it. Like I, 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 I beat the final boss, and I was like, okay, it's you know, it spits you back out to right before that, basically, and. I'm just like okay. I'm gonna go around and get a bunch of shrines, do a bunch of shrines, and do all that stuff. Do side
2: quests. Uh, I like, Are you a hundred percenter or is, that, uh, is or a three percenter? Do you believe the government should stay out of your tax? I, yeah, I think I think. Uh, Are I, you a one percenter? You rich little fuck. <laughs>
1: no, certainly not a one percenter. Uh, yeah, as far as milk goes, two percent for sure. Um, I, I, you know, it is. It's I. am not a one hundred percenter at all. Um, but this game, I I'm not. Ready to be completely done with it. I just needed it. The, um, the urgency to finish the story to be off my back a little bit. Uh, yeah. I get what you're saying. I, yeah, I see like, what you're saying. It's like, it was just, it was gnawing at me. I would be playing it so much that I was like, not really doing. I mean, I put 100 hours in it. it like, it, it, I wasn't doing it's a lot else. It's been out
2: at this point for a couple of weeks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right?
1: So I was like, yes. I, I'm just, this is all. Well, the first day that I had it, I lost a day to it. I just like went and played it until it got dark and my eyes hurt. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good to have that sort of be done. And I can just kind of move on and and play different games. It was nice to put in, like I, I returned to uh, the Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge game the other day. Oh hell and yeah! I was like, oh, I forgot it. I loved this. This is so good. It's, you know, that's just a quick little like uh, playing that a little bit. So I got a lot of I got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies right now. I'm back at it. I'm back on my bullshit.
0: Can I can I ask a spoiler-free question about the end game? Did you yes. think like it was First off, did you do like felt like you did I'm not sure structurally it's it's this it parallels what's in Breath of the Wild, but did you feel like you did all the main stuff before you got to the end game and then also like what was it from a challenge perspective? So I did I did feel like I did that because there was okay. a couple of things
1: there's a there's honestly a few things on the way to my end game that I wish I'd done differently, uh, and it was mm. basically just like there, there's there's certain story points that you get throughout the map in one of the main uh, quests that are you can get out of order, and I got a lot of those before I was getting ready for the end game, so I had a lot of information early on about things that were happening that I was like I shouldn't know this yet,
0: mm, sure because.
1: Yeah. Nobody everybody else is is like asking me oh i wonder what's going on with this and i'm like well i fucking know i know the, i'm just not saying anything i guess in my in my game link knows everything it's just like i'll let you guys figure it out i'm not telling you a goddamn thing uh so there that's a, a sort of a, a regret of the playthrough i would say but i did feel by the time i was at the end that i was sufficiently prepared you know i had the master sword i had all the main sort of story beats in my head, ready to go, and then when I saw the ending, I was like, "This is." I mean, I need some distance from it, I think, but it's, it's. I think it's like an all time, all time wow. game. Maybe somewhere in my top three.
3: Wow. wow,
1: it's like it was such a gorgeous experience, and it's definitely recency bias. I mean, you know, ask me again in a year what I think yeah. about it, but I, I, that I've never done that. I just i i just i couldn't believe it, unbelievable. And, and which
0: two Pokemon games fill out the rest of your top three? Uh, it's Pokemon Gold and Silver, same generation. Wow. Okay.
2: Okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. You fool. You know it's, um I've lost many a day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, let's let's talk a little bit about a game that. Well, maybe a game from this franchise might be in in my all-timers, uh the second iteration. We're yeah. on now though Diablo 4, which was released on June 6th of 2023 officially, though you could do the pre-release. I'll say this, I thankfully have I could afford the pre-release and also I could justify it as being for work and I still couldn't buy, like like can, I, I couldn't bring myself to spend an extra twenty or thirty dollars to play the game for an extra weekend, no. even though it would have made my life a lot easier and I probably had fun doing it. I still was just like, I can't fucking do that. Yeah, for like an extra, probably total, uh, probably all told, uh, an extra ten hours of gameplay early. Like, like I just, I, 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 couldn't bring. I personally couldn't bring yeah. myself to do that. Or two cups uh, of coffee.
2: I didn't have enough. Thank th- you, Matt. <laughs> I didn't have enough time in hindsight. To yeah. justify it Like I put Maybe four hours in Before the actual Release date came And I'm like Did I pay 30 extra dollars To get my A rogue To level 6 <laughs> Like <laughs> What a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> I just got so giddy. I was like, oh, you can get it now? Why don't I have it? And I just blew it. <laughs> it. It
0: probably would have made my life easier, though, for 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 me to do what you what you did, because I was, as I mentioned earlier, I was out of town. Uh, basically, I left town on June 6th when it had officially released. So I was like, fuck, I'm not going to have enough time to actually play this game. I realized too late. Uh, then I got back in town. And, you know, when God closed the door, he opens a window. I got fucking sick. And so I was like, I don't have enough time to play this game, but you know what? I'm back in town and I'm sick. I got nothing else to do but play this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've binged the shit out of it over the past couple of days uh, and I got a character to level 36. So I feel like I have Holy a pretty shit. decent. Yeah,
1: no, I, was, I was kind of uh, sort of watching your progress yesterday like because I was yeah. online for a little bit while you were playing it on and off. And um I like the two times that I checked I was like oh he's like level 23 he's probably not going to catch up to me and then later on in the day I was like oh Nick's been playing playing like he's like (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: so yeah I've been kind of blazing through this and I've 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 gotten a you know I feel like a good sense of this game developed by Blizzard Team 3 which is Nervine with support from Blizzard Albany formerly Vicarious Visions who did the Diablo 2 resurrected remaster that we all really like directed by Joe Shelley Sebastian Stepien and Luis Bariga who left the studio in 2021 uh and uh, let's let's just talk Diablo generally first. Uh, Matt, I know you got into the franchise with Diablo 3 and you're a big fan of that and Gabriel, I know you played th- some Diablo 3 as well. Uh but but uh, let's just give a baseline for everyone. I mean, I'll I'll start. I I started with Diablo 1 on PC. I played Diablo I I played I played them all. This is probably one of my most played franchises, period. I will qualify that by saying that the bulk of those hours came with Diablo 2. That's the one I played the most. But uh, I'm a, I've I've always been a fan of this franchise, and even on its even 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 with its lulls, even with like the Diablo three launch, I've always still kind of been a defender and a, a fanboy of of just these games in general. Uh, Matt, how about you?
1: Yeah, I was always interested in it. I would I didn't grow up playing games on PC, uh, so I just never I never had it. Um, but when I got when I had my Switch, I saw that uh it, it, you could play you know Diablo 3 on there I was like oh okay I'll check in on this and I remember looking up if it was like good on there like if it was like it was Diablo 3 right. good and the consensus was it wasn't at first and then it became good like so I jumped in when they much, when they yes. fixed everything and the switch the switch port of it is is fantastic it's so good um I so I I really loved that I played through all of that um, and I never squatted up with anybody though, because I didn't know anybody. Well, by also by the time I started playing it, everybody was kind of done. Every, like everybody was kind of done with it, and nobody was playing it on Switch. Um, so I never squatted up with anybody. But then when the two uh, remaster came out, we squatted up a couple times. That was really fun. Uh, and I was like, oh, I see like the power of like doing this with somebody else. It's great. It's like a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and then. When Immortal came out, and I think we did the episode around then, uh, we did a previous episode where we talked about Diablo a little bit. Um, I remember thinking, it sucks that I do sort of like this, but uh, it feels bad. Like, it feels bad because of the the microtransactions within the game and uh, just, like, the way they handled that whole thing in, in general. Uh, so I, I, I remember putting that down, but... Feeling like it played well, and then I was excited for this one. Been keeping up with the betas, uh, and it's it's been fun. I haven't I'm p- bouncing back and forth between my PC and Steam Deck because I have it installed on my Steam Deck as well. And it's it's oh, it's fantastic. Same game Ooh. installed two different places
2: because uh, the, of the compatibility. It's your your same character, right? It's my like, same you know, character. Yeah. yeah so That's I'm not so missing. Rad.
1: It's like it's like a, you know. When I want to not be sitting at my desk, like we were talking about earlier, and I want to sit a foot away from where my desk is... (laughs) I can play it on my Steam Deck instead.
2: I love, like, listeners who live anywhere but uh, uh, New York and L.A. are like, just fucking move and have a fucking, like, yeah. these guys, like, you know, guys, like, people are like, I make 84 grand a year and I have an entire room for gaming and my yeah, house. You, like, like, fucking, you don't have to be, <laughs> I live in Columbus, Ohio, and I have a fucking floor of my apartment for gaming. I have you're a five-person like, um, family. <laughs> <Yeah. Right. laughs> <A> three-story house
1: <laughs> must be nice sorry i want to be a coastal elite okay yeah <laughs> sorry i
2: like to have seven thai restaurants to choose from <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go honestly that is pretty much the main reason to move to the city is like okay i want a different thai restaurant tonight because they do this better or and whatever. not a worse one
1: an equally as good
2: one or better yeah.
1: than the one i was gonna get they're all good <laughs> It's great
0: It's great out here
2: I fucking love it It's so cal. Yeah. If the sun doesn't come out soon I will blow my head off <laughs> But uh <laughs> It's
0: been We kind of have Had a stretch of June gloom All month long so far Yeah it's Plus very like great the out.
2: rainiest winter In um, yeah. uh, In history We've been kind of Which is great for us Indoor kids But yeah. I'm a I'm a beach boy as well I've been saying 100% Where, where do we live? Tristram
0: Oh! Thank you, Matt. Shit, stay a while. <laughs> uh, Gabriel, uh, did you? When did you hop in with Diablo?
2: D one, Mamacita. I've wow! Been, I've been a Blizzard head from the jump. From from W one through D one through WoW. I've played everything that came out by Blizzard. Was it Starcraft uh, one and two? Of course. Right. I was. I've loved all of their games since I was a kid. I grew up playing PC game. I grew up playing Nintendo in my house. Then we got PlayStation. And then when I got to like sixth grade, I moved towns and made friends with these two nerdy kids. Uh, and I'll just shout them out now, JP and Sanford. And they were PC gamer guys. And we got, they got me really into PC gaming first with like local, like sitting at one computer playing, like taking turns, playing command to conquer or uh, a TBS like uh, uh, I've always talked about Heroes of Might and Magic is maybe one of oh, my favorite yeah. games ever made. If I, if I, was, if I come to that all time episode I will be talking about Heroes of Might and Magic. If they don't make that game for like iPad or something soon I'm going to blow my, like I, I guess stop threatening suicide on this podcast. <laughs> I know it's, you know, getting, uh, it's <laughs> getting close <laughs> there's, now there's two things working against me. <laughs> we got to put a trigger warning on this episode and on the trigger of the gun on my desk.
0: <laughs> uh, you, yeah you, you come back we'll talk as a Might and Magic sometime and and Heather and Matt will sit by uh, mutely and just <laughs> sulk. No, no. <laughs> so and you, then, I'll try to talk.
2: <laughs> I feel like it'll be like trying to show my little brother like uh, a Phil Hartman sketch too in that I'll be yeah, like, exactly, no, yeah. it's really cool. And it's like, wait, it moves this slow and this is the animation and you're making monks that are your ranged warriors. And it's like, okay, shut up, kid. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, but I grew up playing those games and JP and Sanford, mm-hmm. we got really into uh, Warcraft when it first came out who you want me kill. Then we got really into, uh, Starcraft, uh, (laughs) alive and Goliath online. Then we got into Diablo. Shit. Stay a while. (laughs) Then we got into world of Warcraft, uh, That one didn't stick as much. I did end up playing a lot of that uh, when I uh, I was in my early 20s. But all these games stuck, and I've always loved... Yeah, Heroes of the Storm. I don't even like games that move that fast, but I fell in love with that game because of the IP was all Blizzard stuff. And I love their art. I love their... And having, like, you know, 20 years of history with that... I would say I'm 41 now. I probably Mm -hmm. have... 29 years of history with the blizzard games or something fucking crazy wow like whenever warcraft one came out um which is upsetting now that i said that out loud yeah i mean
1: 1994
2: it looks like yeah yeah so yeah since i was 12 so about uh almost 30 years um and then weirdly all these and i've loved them all and diablo especially because like you said uh Weiger, I'm a big fantasy head and a big Mm -hmm. uh, D&D head. I read a lot of fantasy novels. So swords and sorcery, might and magic, all that shit always works on me. So more than even Starcraft 2, which was a game I played thousands of hours of, I loved Diablo the most. And then Diablo uh, 2, I think, was the one I played the most because that was in my junior high years. Like uh, probably, you know, around the same time as you, Weig's, I put hours into that game. But then... I got into D three a little bit, but it came out when I was like not in my gaming era. So I played it a little bit, but not too much. But over the pandemic, me and the aforementioned JP and Sanford, our nickname is The Nerd Herd, uh made by uh, Joanne oh, yeah. Gabris, my mom. Uh, she named us that <laughs> when we were 13. Kind of stuck. Your mom's the uh, biggest bully. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm the way I am for a reason, Apodaca. <laughs> There's a reason I've given you a wedgie six out of the seven times I ran into you this year. <laughs> It's all me just recycling trauma bullshit rolls downhill. But uh, <laughs> over the pandemic, the nerd herd, we got into D3 again and we started playing Diablo. It was like, yo, we should get on and play. And we started playing Diablo three with our phones on FaceTime audio. And so we like would have like two and a half hour gaming sessions. They're on the East Coast. So it's perfect for me to play after one of the guys has kids, like they go to bed. I get on at like six ish. Yeah, I play sure. until like eight ish or nine ish. And they're like uh, going to sleep and all that. And then, so I, this is just a year ago. I put like another 60 hours into a Diablo game. Wow. So when Diablo four was announced, we are, were all on. And my biggest concern, and, and this is like the, one of the main things I want to talk about. My biggest concern was moving off of mouse and keyboard. I'm so adjusted to mouse and keyboard for gaming, and especially Diablo, which feels built for it. Yeah, I was so hesitant. I was like, this controller shit's going to bum me out. This controller shit's going to be whack. And boy, am I here to tell you, it is not. Controller Let, not, yes. works so much better than I imagined. Like almost improves upon the game in a way.
0: 100% agree. I mean, let's, let's talk about that right now because it's in my notes. And they, you know, controller support was added in Diablo 3 for consoles, you know, but by necessity they refined it a lot with the, the Reaper of Souls expansion came out that basically just made just fixed the game completely. Uh, it's, a, it's a completely different game. It was a completely different game after that expansion. And that was where I got into, you know, I, I played on PC initially. I played the console version uh, with when Reaper of Souls came out and I'd, I'd heard it about some of this. And yeah, I, I actually preferred the controller version there. And here I did the same thing. I played it when, when, when I played Diablo four in the open beta, I played some with mouse and keyboard. I played some with controller. I was like, controller feels a little better. And with the retail release, same feeling. I, I prefer it with a controller and I'm playing a necromancer. And that's a, that's a class that requires like, you know, uh, in, in theory, it's like positioning your cursor to cast curses and, uh, right. and to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, to, to send out debuffs and stuff, and and like there's like a there's like a lot of of, but it works really well. Uh, all, all uh, like like you know if you're exploding corpses or whatever, you know that's the sort of thing you do with mouse and keyboard. But it works really well with the controller, and I I just I find it more like meditative and and honestly just more fun. Uh, Matt, how, how have you you've been playing on on PC as well? Yeah, but did you like have you have you fluctuated between the control
1: schemes? So yeah, I have a little bit because when I was playing the beta, I was playing it exclusively on the PC and. I I had never done uh, mouse and keyboard, uh, like, gaming before, really. Not since, I mean, Disco Elysium, which was, like, its own sort of thing. But never played a Diablo um, uh, with mouse and keyboard. And I – so I I didn't know. I had no idea that it was – that it felt that good, even. I was like, oh, clicking is just fun. Like, I like to click. It feels good. Um, But then – since I've been playing on Steam Deck, I'm sort of used to the controller interface already because it's like, you know, it's an Xbox controller basically on a on a screen. Um so I've been playing like that and yesterday when I was doing a bulk of my playing, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm just going to pl- I'm just going to connect my Xbox controller and see how that feels." And that was a, that was incredible. It felt so good. It felt so great. I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I'll ever go back to uh, uh the mouse and keyboard anymore I just i, I the controller i think is uh because I, I mean I played it on switch too so I'm also you know, you know dabble three on switch so I'm used to controller interface anyway but it felt so much better this time around
0: Yeah, I toggled back and forth a few times, Mm. but I've largely landed on just playing exclusively with the controller. You know, it it is, there are situations like if you're like socketing items or something, it's maybe that's a little easier to do something in your inventory screen with a mouse, but if you just have a mouse at the ready, you can just do that real quick. But... I, 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 once I figured out how to map my skills, cause this is part of the thing, you basically have five skills that you can use as hotkeys. That's, that's, that's what you're limited to. And once I figured out how to make those, you know, I, again, I'm playing a, ne- a necromancer. So like decrepify, which is like a curse that, uh, you know, that, that slows enemies. So like I have that on my, on my L trigger. And then I have corpse explosion, which, you know, uh, does exactly what it says, deals damage to enemies by exploding the, the corpses of slain enemies. I have that on my right trigger, and so like I kind of get into that, and then then I've got my you know my other two attacks on my face buttons, uh, and uh, along with the 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 it's not it's not a roll, but there's like a dodge that's that's built in, yeah. which is something that's kind of brought over from Diablo Three. Once I figured out how to map everything out, I was like, this controls like a dream, and also just direct direct moving your character in that isometric like action RPG uh, like perspective, it just feels right.
2: Yes, that is part of it, and I couldn't believe. And also I'll be honest, like PlayStation makes uh communication while you're playing easier too. Me? like, it like streamlined it all. Like it's really idiot proof. Like I'm just like talking into my controller to my two buddies on the East coast as we just fucking play games. Like uh, it's fucking, that. it's like so simple and rad. And the, uh, I could not believe like what you, I couldn't articulate it the way you just did. Wikes. But what you're talking about, like, the moving around without having to click to run to something. Cause the biggest thing I, I I used to play a rogue all the time and uh, we'll get into it when we talk D4, I do have a, uh, like a high twenties level rogue and uh You have to hold shift so you don't accidentally click and move your person towards the thing. Right, right. This control kind of improves on it in a fucking way. And again, the separation of church and state of moving away from the device that I use for zooming and writing and, and responding to lame emails that of commercial (laughs) auditions, like, uh, like uh, getting off of this and getting, uh, getting over there and like getting on the controller. It feels so, it feels like you're gaming and then it's, it's weirdly so easy to pick up items. I thought that would be weird. Cause a huge thing about Diablo. And that's why part of the thing that got me hooked originally was like the slightly improving your uh, tune, like with every item pickup where you're like, Oh, this has one 3% movement speed instead of 2.8 sick. Swap yeah. it out. Like that sort of fine tuning, like upgrades and like, and I like, I thought that picking up items would be difficult and it's just so fucking easy. It's so fucking, it's so smooth. I'm so proud yeah. of the people who, who ported this game. Cause I'm, I'm fucking, I've never played it on console until this one. And I, I'm truly impressed.
0: Yeah, they they you know what uh, the 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 development team, the 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 QA side, like everyone who just like figured out how to make this like a, a con- as much a controller game as it is like a mouse and keyboard game. I mean, it's it's huge and it it makes it so much more approachable. Uh, I I think that what you're just talking about loot because that's like the whole the whole gameplay loop of the of these games is just like you kill things, you find items, you pick them up. There's a few things they did here. Uh, that, you know, first off, the the inventory, which they simplified for Diablo 3, you used to have to like, you know, and, and Gabriel you know this from the first two, you had to kind of Tetris block in, you know, oh, I, I've got this, this bow. This is going to take up eight slots. Yeah, well, I the pole out how arm to is
2: too long. I don't need to pick exactly. it up. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I got to move a bunch of rings and I got to stash something inside my Heradric cube, you know, like, like there, like a lot of that was just inventory management here. It's completely been streamlined every it like even more so than Diablo 3, which Diablo 3 had some half slots for smaller items. Here, like everything, just goes in the same size. Like it doesn't matter. An right. amulet is the same size uh, as a tower shield. Uh, that's one thing. I, you know, there's an there's an element of of that I kind of miss that stuff. But also, I know that it's just like that's just nostalgia. And actually, it makes this a a, a much easier smoother, game to pick up yeah. and play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a smoother experience. Another thing they do is they have just a stat that's just item power, which I think is great for people who want to play this game casually. Because like, if I don't want to pay attention to all the different, you know plus to stats that we have. And uh, like you were saying, an increase, a, a percentage increase to movement speed and uh, a, a critical chance increase. I can just see if this, get, this has greater item power than the thing I currently have equipped. And if so, if I swap it out, at least on the, the default difficulties, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. Like and for your first other-
2: 30 levels before you're specializing yeah. anything too, before you're like building around rapid fire or whatever, building around corpse explosion. Like you could just, it, that's such an improvement. Like, Oh, that's better. Like, the thing you love about Diablo is like, oh, blue is better than white, yellow is better than blue, and then one hundred percent you get to level thirty, then you got to start reading it. <laughs> like you're yeah. like okay let's let's let me find out what each of these things and then oh it's like oh an orange is better than yellow sick okay let's see what and uh i've been i've been fucking you're right that item power thing is very helpful when you're just like especially because usually you wait to town portal to like fuck your uh, to your items this you can kind of do it on the fly you're like oh these are better boots throw them on like i can i'll fight harder now
0: yeah. And on, and on that note, like you, what they've done with item identification, and I don't know if they, this is a thing that got borrowed from like, you know, Torchlight or Path of Exile, some of these other big action RPG franchises. I played a little bit of them, but I, none of them have quite hooked me in the same way that the Diablo franchise has. Uh, but the, 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 the way item identification works, which is just, you see the item on the play field and it just says what the item type is and, and a color. And then when you put it in your inventory, it's automatically identified. They've, but it still kind of has that that feeling of discovery that you got back in league Diablo two and you used to have a tie. You used to have a tome of item identification scrolls yes. that we, you would use to identify something in the field. They just, re, they, they just cleverly like kind of remove two steps there, uh, but still give you the same sort still of gives you the like, like
2: Oh like, shit. An amulet. And you're like, please let this be good. Please let this. Go. And you just have to open your inventory rather than waiting for one. Yeah. Like, it's cool.
0: And it's such a simple thing and it like I, I, I I'm like as I, I was playing I was like oh I can't believe this kind of this is all this is so simple but this works in the same way.
2: Yeah, it's uh, just so I, fun to see bow. You're like shit, yes, I, I use a bow. Oh, it's not much better than my bow. Yeah, like yeah. it's you're right. I didn't even think about that. That really has the moving losing the identify scroll is huge. Yeah, because there was a, the, I,
0: like, Diablo 3, I'm trying to, to remember, you played it more recently than me, but there is, like, still an identify items thing you do in your inventory, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a scroll there's of still, There's still an extra yeah, step. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you just have an infinite supply. Uh, so the, yeah, I, I, I mean, I love that, and and I also like the other thing they tweaked is the, well, they've tweaked a lot, but like the way potions work now, which is that basically you have a, li- you have a limited number of charges that you can refill based off of, you know, you, uh, si- in certain situations, you'll get a, a refill of, uh, uh, of a potion will appear in the field, and then you can use that to replenish your stock, but it's not like you have an inventory or a belt that's full of a bunch of different potions, uh, or the Diablo three approach. We've got a bunch of like health orbs that spawn. It's it's kind of a happy medium that I think works pretty well. And then the other thing about potions that I'm sure the two of you have stumbled upon is that as you do more like side quests and and optional dungeons and explore more of the map, you get what I I think it's called Renown. I forget whatever the fuck it is, but there's something you get in your map Eventually that gives you like bonus skill points that apply to all your characters and bonus potion charges that apply to all your characters. So it's just a way of like, Hey, once you, once you've seen everything with one character, you kind of can, can shorten some steps with the uh, the next characters that you roll. I don't know all, all that stuff. Just, it just, it. I, I know it's all intensely thought out. I know there's so many decisions that would be made in the development process, but that they, they, they did so many tweaks to the core formula while still retaining its essence. I don't know. I mean, I, I, the I, shit you're talking I, about really with renown,
2: yeah, the shit you're talking about with the renown. They pulled in some more like classic RPG stuff of like mm. you get points for opening a waypoint. Like as you discover, you get some renown points. As you do a thing, as you complete quests, in addition to experience, like and I think that's a really fun because it changes the grinding. Yes. and it's not just like go to a dungeon and and run. You can just keep doing dungeons. These dungeons give you aspects now, so like there's like a new way to grind and like side quest grinding. And sh- I think they're not the shrines, but the little like you know sort of like prevent yeah, these guys like- from making the blood orb happen oh, or whatever. Yes, those yes. little like yeah. those little like accidental instances you could like stumble yeah. upon Events. and the cellars. Yeah. Like, yeah, events like that's all such a fun way to add to like to have like narrative grinding in a way like it's like, OK, i, I I'm getting murked on this by this fucking boss. Let me just go wander around, discover, oh, help so and so find their husband. Oh, uh, go yeah. clear out this basement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do this and like do a few things. You get some experience, You maybe get a cool item. You learn a new skill or whatever you and even the. I think the skill tree is a very fun improvement and is, and it's, it's, it's interesting. It's like stressful in a way. Cause it used to just be like, maximize this, get to this game over, you know, get to the big R2 attack or whatever. And you're ready to fucking go. I enjoy this skill tree a lot. And I'm like, st- like, I feel like I've respect like seven times with my care. And I love that. It costs a little costs money, which keeps money. Cause money loses Gold loses power in Diablo eventually because you're just like... For sure, yeah. I can sell items for 18 grand instead of uh, salvaging them or whatever. Yeah. But I like that money... Like, it leaves money to be kind of like have some skill. Like, Oh, shit, this ring, like, I just got a ring that makes rapid fire ricochet 33% of the time or something. And that's fucking awesome. An orange ring uh, socketed, too. I don't want to get too into it, but I'm super stoked about it. So getting that, I'm like, oh, I didn't have rapid fire. I'm like, let me drop several hundred gold, nuke all these stats, juice all these stats. And then you're like, oh, this is a fun. I'm playing like a different game now. Normally, you just like build your items around your uh, loadout, like you build your loadout around your skills. Now it's kind of fun where it's like, oh, I'll just respec all this to try this item. Like, oh, cool. Let me. And then in the tree are like random passive stuff too. I I will just cop to one thing I said with this game was I'm not going to allow myself to like read about it a bunch until I've played many hours. So as I'm talking to you now, I have like, Two high level 20 characters because I have one guy that I only play with those friends. Uh, like, that's our rule. You can have as many, like, I, and then I have a, ten, a level 10 barbarian to mess with. And then I have a level like thir- 28 rogue that I play solo with. And, um, I don't know what overpower means. I don't know what crowd control means. I don't know what lucky shot is. I don't know what, I don't know what like nine things are in the game and I'm yes. not letting it stop me at all. I'm not, I'm just like not <laughs> building around it. I'm just like, okay, I just like sorted out vulnerable. Like, okay, got it. Like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I, my build is kind of uh, you know has a lot to do with like slowing enemies and then making them vulnerable. But that's basically all I know. Like like, and I'm playing, but I'm I'm playing on world tier two veteran, which is like the one step up difficulty. Same here. You have to, I think yeah. finish the game once, to, and I'm still doing fine. So I think I think part of it is like. Yeah, a lot of that stuff starts to feel pretty granular when you're talking about like I th- I whatever like a topaz uh g- g- if you socket a topaz it gives a percentage increase to critical strike for enemies uh that are in you know that are crowd vulnerable control. yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know it's what like, any I, of that means I, yeah this is, this is this is this is like too much going on but like I, I like same same approach as you is like I don't need to investigate that stuff until I have one playthrough under my belt and then I can see what I've been doing wrong in terms of building and outfitting my character. Uh, you You said something there
2: that we're playing uh, world tier two and it's not Mm -hmm. impossible. I think think they got level scaling really right in this game right now. It feels like even when you're like someone who's like four levels below you rolls up, the bad guys cut like, you know what I mean? Like the baddies become, they're always been like a little manageable and oh, sorry. And then fighting bosses. Is a little bit more like stick and move than ever before. It mm-hmm. used to just be like stand there, hit one, hit two, hit three, hit yes. four, uh, keep clicking, keep clicking, and then when right click, right click, oh, and then when, as soon as your skills reproc, drop them all again. But like with yeah, it
0: one hundred percent yeah, it's it, it just something sometimes clear the fuck out because they got a big area to attack, and that was basically the extent of the strategy. You're basically you're just trying to, to just. Jam as much DPS on them as possible. Uh, yeah, I agree that there's a, there's some more, you know, these, these fights are. It's not like a Souls game, but there's some there's a little bit more uh, it's, uh, tactical. Uh, tactically, you need to account for these fights. I just did a boss fight uh, shortly before we started recording that involved a you had an NPC that, character who the was shield? there who was fighting alongside you who did a shield. I yeah, did you that would last hide night? Within a shield, yeah, I yeah. It's like this is <laughs> so satisfying. It's so it's just just that little element of like I got to hide inside this guy's shield so I don't get nur- like uh, uh you know uh, nuked by this guy's uh, huge attack is like uh, I don't know just it just made it feel. Feel a little bit less like I was just uh, click, click, clicking for a bit.
2: In addition to other new shit I like, I shouted out like the kind of RPG elements that they pull in with the renown that you spoke to. I also yeah. like amongst the character differentials, the class differentials is like... uh uh, the barbarian has weapon expertise. The rogue has like specialization. Does uh, you know like the, the little minor things that your cl- uh, diff- each class gets? What does the necromancer have something special like the ne-
0: that? Necromancer, uh, Gabriel. I'm glad you asked. The necromancer has the Book of the Dead, oh, wow. which is that the no- which the- is really cool. And I messed around with this a little bit, but it's like it's basically so you have skeletons, you have skeletal mages, and you have golems that you can all summon, and. For each of them, you can choose basically what class you want them to be, Or if you want to uh, uh, sacrifice them entirely, meaning you can't summon them, but you get some sort of buff to your character by virtue of excluding them. So, like, right now I've, like, sacrificed golems. I don't have golems at all. And I just have skeletons and skeletal mages. And that's partly just for fun factor. I think it's fun to have, like, an army of, like, you know, seven uh, warriors, just seven skeletons that I'm leading around in a parade. Like, (laughs) that's just, like, a fun way to play the game. I don't know if it's the most effective or whatever, but like you know you can uh, you you can choose if you want to outfit them with with swords or with shields or with uh, uh, or with um uh reapers you can oh, choose hell to yeah. Yeah, the the mages you can choose to have them be shadow mages or cold mages or like bone mages. So you know there's there's some and and then golem you can have a flesh golem you can have a, a you can have a blood or I'm sorry the blood golem is the flesh golem. Uh, you can have a a, a or a bone golem or an iron golem. So that there, yeah, there's all these decision points you get to you you get to make, and and they're specific to the class beyond just the skill tree. So I, I do like that quite a bit. I don't know. I mean, like, it shakes it, up the
2: gameplay if you like make a new character. You're like, it's not just like, let me get the barbarian's best skill and play that. It's like, oh, weapon expertise. And it's like, I'm dual wielding one mace and one axe, and they're both slowly gaining levels. It's like, it's, there's a lot of like variation amongst, in a game that famously was fun even though it was just like a stand and deliver or a point and yes. click and a dps right. kind of monster game but i think that the cool little tweaks they're doing in between is a lot a lot of fun like for a huge improvement from on d4 i think
0: yeah, it, it, it's a, it's, you know, I heard someone years years ago told me that the the Diablo 2, playing Diablo 2 is just constant rewards, which was kind of what you were saying earlier. And like, and I think what they've done here is it's just like, you're still getting constant rewards, but you've got like all these different buckets the rewards are going into. Right. So there's just like a bunch of different things you're you're trying to improve at once. Matt, uh, I feel like we went bulldozing no, no. you a little bit, but I, I, I want to get your take on on how you, well, like what, what class you've been playing and how you feel about the game as you've been progressing through so it. So I, look, it's no secret I love beams, right? I love beams. Yes. Uh,
1: so I'm playing a sorcerer because in Diablo Three, my sorcerer had a a killer beam, just an all time great beam. There's no beam in this one.
2: Mm, I don't got a what? beam.
1: What? I got. Toss it. There's like I'm gonna fucking just throw my yeah my computer out the <laughs> dang window. Um, but I so I'm but I'm still playing a sorcerer and I'm really liking it. I'm I'm liking the skills that I have. My um unique uh m- mechanic is uh enchantments so i can put um a skill in either a skill tree slot like or you know in a, in an ability slot or i can put it in a passive slot so like you know, like if i have blizzard or something right like as a, as a, as one of my, as one of my skills, it'll just do it automatically in the passive slot, uh, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, but what my favorite, my You mean, favorite,
2: you mean, on, sorry, I just never played yeah. the sorcerer yet on your skill bar. Like it'll just be like, whenever blizzard's ready, it'll just drop it in a fight without you controlling exactly, it. Exactly. In yeah. addition to whatever else you have there. It pr- pr- oh, that's and fucking I could
1: have it in both too. I think. I oh, think so I can think like, both. Oh
2: you can get it like reprocking like two different cooldowns exactly. going at once. Oh, that's
1: cool. Uh, uh so like that rocks, but I'm I'm playing a, a mixed magic uh sorcerer right now. Um so he's got a little bit of everything uh but my favorite my favorite um ability right now is called Inferno and I thought that that was just going to be like a big fire. It's not it's a fucking huge fire snake, and the snake wraps around like whoever's nearby, and just burns the shit out of him. It rocks. It's that's uh, pretty
2: fucking cool. It's <laughs>
1: really cool. Uh, but I was also I was interested in because um, I played the sorcerer in the beta and stuff. I didn't really mess with any of the other characters. I've never really done multiple characters in a in a Diablo game before. But I got curious about the um, the druid class the other day because I've I've played druids in, in D uh and they're they're complicated uh characters to to play. There's just a lot of I felt like everybody that I would play with was like, maybe you shouldn't do that because you don't really understand the rules. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I, was the, I was the one in the in in the in the party that would like just always be like, so wait, how many dice do I roll? Which dice? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but then I know.
2: shapeshift. You can't. You have to wait a day and re memorize. Like, yeah, like, uh, you can't. What, you can't
1: even do that yet, dude. <laughs> uh, you know. But if there was time to make jokes, I was doing that certainly. Uh, but I wanted to play the. Um, Try the druid class. So I started a druid character yesterday, and immediately was like, "Do I just fucking leave my sorcerer and just keep with this guy because he rocks?" It's, I have a level twenty-five
2: right. druid as well.
1: I I my first ability is like a ground quake thing where you can just make the ground like shoot up from under an enemy and attack them. I was like, "Well, this feels incredible. I loved I loved that." Uh, so- uh-
2: do you get wait till you get to level fifteen and get get like the wolves? You get like uh like two ghost wolves that follow you around that you could sick on. Pe- they do yeah. like man. They do manual damage on their own, but then you can hit the fucking try and then they jump on someone and start shredding. Okay, like I might wolves. have to yeah. put
1: some more time in with the druid because I I was also just liking the like the vibe of the character. He looked really cool. I was like, okay, like he's got like this fucking like like. Fur, like he's ro- he's rocking a fur or something. I was like, this this guy's my guy, uh, and I know you can be like I've seen people in the in the hub world, not in the hub world, but like in in the uh, you know when you're walking around in the in the play area, I'll call it, um, like changing to bears and stuff. And I was like, that seems like it could be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, the wear shit's pretty rad. Yeah. I made, I have a, a high level, uh, t- level 20 something rogue and a level 20 something uh, druid, and they look like me and Tiffany. And I posted on Instagram, like, uh, yeah, when when the characters start to look familiar and everyone thought it was the doughboys. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> one of them has like shoulder length blonde hair and yeah. a mask on, and the other one is a giant bearded guy and like <laughs> antlers. And I'm like, everyone's like, no, the doughboys. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I, I got like weirded out about oh yeah i guess me and tiff do look like nick and mitch which is upsetting
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's weird for us too (laughs) i can talk to mitch about this Uh, Uh, yeah i did i did make me and natalie helped me make me in the character creator for my necro uh and it's it's you know you've you've got like you can't only do so much you only got like eight prefab faces that you can choose from or something like that yeah for per body type but you know it's it's pretty flexible she did as we are going through and like we're looking at tattoos and, and piercings and stuff you could pick she was like, a lot of these feel like cultural appropriation I don't think you should <laughs> yeah. I think you should be wearing it, having any of these Was it easy for uh, you because in general your uh, default Yeah You just,
2: <laughs> you're I just like,
0: hit I, the randomizer, I'm good to go yeah, <laughs> NBA
2: Jam, just uh, NBA 2K just gives you Weiger to start with <laughs> You're like, okay this fucking vanilla boy I'll figure some shit out here I don't really
1: like to mess with Character creation that much, because like I'll mm-hmm. try to think what I, you know, approximate how I look, and then my girlfriend was, like I did this in Street Fighter, and I was like I made this like fucking big, huge guy, and I sort of like gave him like brown skin, and like that was it kind of, and Isabel was like, that doesn't look anything like you. I was like, yeah, I know. He's like a fighter guy. <laughs> it's like funny that like me if. I was a street fighter and she was like I don't I don't right. think so no so she was not as helpful as Natalie was in that regard
2: yeah sometimes when your partner's around you're like doesn't this look like me and they're like no your neck is grosser or yeah. something and you're like okay okay, okay, <laughs> he okay look like he fucking <laughs> I don't need to analyze yeah. myself that much yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, the um, but, but it is it, like that does bring me to like you know the cause they're this game does have in-game purchases. the 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 shop is like I think you know it's it's kind of hidden slash ignorable. Not hidden. I mean they 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 want you to go to the shop and buy platinum and buy, uh, you know, buy buy a. a Aesthetic upgrades But it is As opposed to Diablo Immortal It is purely cosmetic It isn't anything That affects your character stats Like Diablo Immortal You could buy stuff From the store That just made your character Broken (laughs) And there's nothing like that It's just I haven't bought anything But I just looked around A little bit It's basically just armor Sets and And you know Mount upgrades and stuff Exactly Yeah yeah yeah. Purely
2: cosmetic Which is something You could also get From salvaging And transmogs And stuff like that So Which I think That's cool too That it's like A shortcut Rather than like A leap to the finish like, like you could grind out and get all the looks you want to just by like you know fighting and fighting for yellow items and shit.
0: Yeah, I mean that that look that shit's just going to be in every game pretty much going from now forward. on. So there's yeah. that the, what are we going to do? But as integrated, I think it's it's whatever. It's as unobjectionable as this can uh, this can be. And I do think the game looks fucking great. It, that look, was look, it's really
2: bro. That was going to be the next point I wanted to present. I think the art is on fucking. This game makes me want to get a bigger monitor yeah. It's hurting my eyes because uh, <laughs> The the writing and stuff is so small And like I need a big I think I need a bigger screen Because uh, uh, the art is so rich The backgrounds have like movement And the load speed that the bo- the I keep calling them boards I know I'm 41, sorry uh, The stages, <laughs> the the instances Load in such a great way Where I do get some lag Every once in a while uh, Obviously you, uh, your producer is familiar with my shitty Wi-Fi uh, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I live in West Hollywood where everyone's Wi-Fi sucks for some reason. Um, But the art is fucking awesome. And I never really been a fan of like the Diablo, the world that exists in like the kind of like Christian hell kind of stuff or like medieval hell uh, aesthetic. But I think it's coming alive in this one. I think it's it's really rich. It gets a little redundant previously, but I think these boards, like I just, the one I did, uh, I did that, Excuse me, that cave with the guy who protects you in the fucking shield that you were just talking about, Weiger. That had like the fucking tentacles moving outside of the fucking path and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I love And just like corpses of giants yeah. that are just like strewn about. Yeah. So much rad shit. Bad guys look cool. They're like their their articulation on the bad guys looks fucking awesome. The bosses, of course, look great. Have you guys gotten murked by the butcher yet?
0: No, I didn't fight I didn't face the butcher yet. I've heard he's scary as shit. He just
2: pops up. He, you don't like, he's like randomly in the world. He'll, the butcher will appear and fucking kill you just for like nostalgia. It's pretty fun that he like is still out there. And I I guess you're supposed to hope
0: (laughs) it's like, it's like a Diablo one boss. Yeah.
2: From way back. Yeah. And I think you're supposed to like get your level up to the point where when the butcher comes, you get to kill him and get some, probably some dope item. You're just like, hope he comes.
0: There's like a guy in Matt. Do you remember who that guy was from, uh, from Yakuza zero? Who just appears, He's it's a it's, it's name like something like Mr. Showtime or something like that. Oh. But he's just a big guy who chases you around and beats you up. And then at a certain point, you reach a point where you could beat him up and like take, but he just takes all your Mr. money. Mr. Shakedown? Down. Yeah, Mr. Shakedown. Mr. Shakedown, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, It seems like the same sort of approach to Mr. Shakedown. Uh, yeah, I, I like like what you're just talking about. So we finished the same dungeon and I was a higher level, but like you talked about the level scaling earlier. I'm normally kind of lukewarm about level scaling because I like to feel like you're making progress as you're going through the world. But for this particular game, it works really well because you can go in different directions. And like I just finished act one after having done the bulk of act two already. Uh, You can go very, very out of sequence here. It's not like there's these discrete act breaks like in past Diablos. And so like when you're going back to like the early areas, but then all of a sudden, you know, all of the the ghouls that you're fighting are your level, your character level, it makes that still engaging. It's not just encounters you want to sprint past as you might in in basketball. Yeah, I I I I think it's all really, really well implemented. And what you're just talking about with the with the art, it's a much grimier direction than Diablo three. Maybe some some people have criticized kind of an overreaction to Diablo three, but I like it. I've always liked the Diablo aesthetic, but that just takes me back to like you know liking metal in in middle school yeah. and like yeah, you know, like liking like a pushead album cover and being like hell yeah you know that's what diablo reminds me of and, and so like it's a it, it it's the it, it, it it's it's like i like that grime i like how how it, how it's bloody and gory and and kind of christianesque uh but you talked about having like a bigger monitor i have a widescreen monitor oh. i have like a 5120 by 1440 display it's a, it's a big wide boy and this you know it it supports that resolution it looks fucking great Ooh. so you know uh, uh, not to tempt you to to, to another Big purchase, but like I, I love having a wide screen monitor for this game in particular.
2: All I need to do is p- respond to one of these commercial audition emails and nail it, and then I'll be ready to get a fucking big <laughs> monitor, <that> baby. <laughs> you just you gotta just yeah. do
1: one email.
2: I just need athletic greens to fucking double up their, uh, fucking ads <laughs> on high and mighty. And then I'm made in the shade.
0: <laughs> uh, we, you know, we're kind of just raving about this game, but I think, I, I don't know. My, my expectations were, I were a little mid, I was a little wary because the Diablo three launch was spotty. And I thought like, Oh, the okay, K this might be another one where it takes some, a few patches to, and some DLC to figure out how this game actually works. Diablo immortal was obviously a huge whiff and, uh, Uh, And the other the other big one is Vampire Survivors, which I can't remember if you played that Gabriel that I should have
2: mentioned that in like what I've been playing lately. I fucking played the hell out of Vampire Survivors, this pandy.
0: I love Vampire Survivors and I was worried it was going to ruin me for Diablo because it's basically like a more passive Diablo that you can just sort of chill out and just, you know, just walk around yeah. in basically. And I was like, mm, is this is this is this like kind of a reductionist approach to the formula made it so that like I just kind of can see the seams and I don't even need to play the actual game, but playing this I've been like, no, this is still fucking great. I can enjoy both. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just really impressed by it overall.
2: I love the Diablo cliche that anytime you're talking to someone, they they can drop to their knees and- go, oh, no, oh, no, and just become like a demon. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's such a go-to. It's like, like whoever you're talking to, they're just like, oh, oh no, not now. And it gets the ellipses <laughs> in the writing of like, oh, oh and then it's just uh, <laughs> that like bubble sound effect that it makes as he converts to like a, a what must be a 26 foot pig man with a big scythe or whatever. It fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: there's an early-ish, I, I, I think I, I'll just, I'll just semi semi spoiler because there's a side quest and it's early ish, but I, I'm not sure if either you got to this where there's a guy, there's a shackled prisoner, uh, and he's like, My eyes, they took my eyes. Yeah. And he's talking about that there's like a demon who took his eyes, but he can see what his eyes see. And he sees that like she's over there, like tormenting a whole village. So you go over there and you, uh, you know, you go through this whole quest. You have to like take over one of the, uh, I, I can't remember what it's, called, what it's called, like siege sites or something like that. They're, they're strongholds. They're, they're, Stronghold, yeah, you take over the stronghold, and then you come back to him, and you bring him his eyes back. And he says like, "Oh, I'll put him back in my head." And he puts him back in my head. And he's just like, "Ah, it burns, it burns." and Then runs away and like explodes. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> "Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking hole!" <laughs> this, this guy was better off before yeah, I helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another one where it's like it's and that this is again, it's just such a Diablo thing of just it's so fucking grim that even when you when you finish a quest, a lot of times all you've given someone is closure. <laughs> Right. Just like you know, like help help me find my husband, and you find them, and they've like been crucified <laughs> yeah. and like been pecked apart by crows, yeah. and you're like, well, at least now I can uh, I can bury their the
2: yeah. dead. You know, it's just like Jesus I can Christ. Ruin this latest, I latest
1: uh, day in a second way. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, along those lines, a quest I just did was really funny. It was like you are like. Helped her find her husband, her husband was just, like, shackled with a fucking dagger in his chest, dead, like, help me, and dies. And then she's like, she's like, I don't think you expect payment. You can have the dagger. And then you pull it out, and he's like, oh, la, 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 yeah. and you're like, I didn't want it that bad. <laughs> this dagger sucks. I'm going to salvage it. I think, I think, uh, and- we, just the one thing we haven't talked about. Uh, I've always played a little multiplayer. This one is mm. you're always online in this, which is kind of yes. interesting. Uh, a new take. I, I never played. Is D three always online? I feel like you can. Yeah, Diablo three. That, yeah. that
0: was like a, there was a. It's it. It came out long enough where there was a huge backlash to that before launch. It was like I can't believe I have to be always online to play this game, and now that's like you that's know like most given. Games. Yeah,
2: like yeah. Uh, but I I would say the multiplayer really enriches the game a lot too. It like. The game is built for it, obviously, because like with the skills like slow and vulnerable, that's like you could be focused on that and be a great addition to a party, you know, like and and I think I think it really is conducive to fun in that way. And it's super easy communicating. I've never been a talking while playing guy. Like that's, mm-hmm. like, that's something that's new. I've always just been playing RTSs with, like, pinging and shit like mm-hmm. that, and that was always enough. I didn't want dialogue, because I don't want stranger dialogue, for sure. No. But with, like, fucking... Like, uh, when, hopefully I'll get to fucking party up, squat up with you freaks. Oh, hell yeah. And then we could all be fucking talking. And I, I, I've just been... We've just been, me and my buddies have just been on chat gushing about the fucking game, just being like, shit, I can't believe this mechanic works. Oh, the gems are... And, like, all the stuff, the dumb stuff you love about the game, like, they've just kept it enough of, like, the gem, like, keep the... And then sharing a stash across your characters, that's a really fun fucking mechanic, too, of, like, shit, I'll drop this ring for my rogue when my rogue gets higher level. Like, there's, like, a little Mm -hmm. bit of, like, you can... It, it, it promotes playing other characters for, like, the first time in a way, too, I feel like. of like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll, I'll throw another guy on there. Leave the axe in there. I'll make a barbarian just to fucking play with this axe eventually.
1: But that's, like, kind of the best thing about it, too. Like, a, a game like this where you could spend hours and hours and hours in it, like, playing just different characters. Because, like, the campaigns aren't, like, terribly long. Like, they're not, like, it's, I mean, it's not like Tears of the Kingdom. Like, I'm not going to be playing this for 100 hours probably, but, like, I could be playing multiple characters. Like, I'm playing the game for the same amount of time, but, like, I'm doing a completely different thing every time. That's, like, that's so incredible.
2: I recommend pe- people if they have friends to f- if if you have friends if listeners of this podcast have friends alright never mind uh, they probably uh, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but if you have friends it's fun to be like oh I play this character with this group I play this tune with these like mm-hmm. oh we can right, all sure. be like level 5 and only grow together and be like alright this druid like I have a druid that's just for with my friends and that's like kind of fun that I can you can and then maybe I'll do that with some of my comedy friends who are on D4 and some of my other friends are on D4 have a different and then you get to play like a multiple different types of gameplay uh and i think that's like a fun way to go about it
0: yeah 100 that that that, that's great advice uh to 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 segment it like that yeah i've only played solo so far i gotta play some i I wish i could speak to the the multiplayer component a little bit more you do see a lot of 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 just randos that you run around particularly in in some of the uh the the instanced world events but uh which i i don't know i'm i'm kind of I think i overall like it i think it making making the world feel more populated even though it doesn't really make sense in the context of the quest you're doing it i still kind of like it it's
2: really funny when you're like getting absolutely murked by a bunch of fucking baddies and there's like a dude mm-hmm. standing there with like ice armor on not helping at all you're like come on man <laughs> yeah. just fucking throw one lightning bolt over yeah. here some shit <laughs> i was gonna say yeah i like
1: i like seeing a stranger sort of doing the same thing i'm doing and being like we're friends now. I'm playing with this guy. <laughs> uh, I've squatted up with some of the get played listeners in our Discord, and oh, I, yeah. I loved it. I I, 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 we, a couple of us took down a boss together, and I was like, "This is, this is everything. This is. It was so fun. It was just so great." And then getting in the chat, being like, "That was awesome. We did great. Everyone's doing good." It, I loved it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a blast of this game so far. We'll, we'll, we'll see where I am after I, I finish this playthrough if i if i roll more characters if i do any of the the kind of post-game content well we'll see but as of right now it's it's doing exactly what i what i wanted from it from from a diablo game released in this year hell yeah uh good game great great
2: fun what a what a dang hoot Yeah, my wife has dinner plans tonight. I have a show at 10. I feel like that's a perfect gap to kill a couple of hours fucking uh, stamping on skeletons and killing Moon Clan goat men and whatever the fuck else they throw at me. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, on that note, hey, how about we do a segment? I'm going to see if Nick and Gabrus can determine which of these monsters is real or fake. It's time to find out in the bestiary.
0: Ooh. These are, these are monsters. These are Diablo-specific monsters. These are monsters. Diablo-specific monsters. Some of
1: them are real, and some of them are fake. Let's see okay. if y'all know your stuff. Here we go.
0: Frog demon.
2: Frog Can you demon?
0: Say, was it? Did you say brog or frog, frog. demon?
2: Frog. Frog, like the amphibian. Ribbon. Fake. Wait, what's the choices? Fake or real? Fake or, or real. Diab- <laughs> <laughs> They're all real. But in the game Diablo Four, <laughs> there is no frog demons. But there are frog demons in fa- my sleep. I would say, yeah. I'm
0: trying to think it, of. I, I, I'm going to say fake. I think this is this one doesn't. It's exist. real. I'm not.
1: It's it's in. I think they're in Diablo Three. These are from all of Di- okay. uh, all of Diablo. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. I would have gotten that then.
3: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so right, no, well, tell now you tell me. Okay, <laughs> great. So no points there. Uh, next one, giant mosquito. Uh, that's real. That's real. Great, great foley on those boys. Okay, that is that is a real one. How about this? Skeleton King.
2: Mm, there's so many skeletons. Yeah, I think uh, I think there is a
0: skeleton king boss in two or three. I'm gonna say real.
2: Nick says real. Gabrius? Oh, we both have to vote. I thought he like buzzed it. <laughs> uh, real, also.
1: <laughs> You're both wrong. It's fake. I made that shit up.
2: No way. There's no skeleton. There's no skeleton. May, skeleton King. Skeletal archer, skeletal captain. There's like a skeleton everything. There's Jack Skellington, and he's a tattoo on like this goth chick's uh, <laughs> butt rules. Sorry. Skeleton King is a boss on Diablo
0: 3. What? what are you talking about? <laughs> he turns out to King Leoric. I just looked it up. <laughs> He's the he's the first boss at the end of Act One. That's what I that's why I remembered it.
2: (laughs) I thought I made it up. The fix, I mean, go if you if that was the if that's the length you went for creativity, it's like oh I got to come up with a monster (laughs) they'll never hear of skeleton something. Well, I wanted it to sound real.
0: Okay, that's the challenge. I'll I'll say it's it's a boss, not a not a minion, not a monster in the world. So I think I think I'll still give you both the point because guess what? I fucked up.
2: Yeah, agreed. Thank you.
0: How about the next one? I'll take that point. I need it.
1: (laughs) Sasquatch. I don't. I I don't think there's a sasquatch in the
0: diablos. Fake.
1: Fake. Now I'm googling these.
0: It's real. (laughs) <laughs> Where's their Sasquatch? He's in
1: um act, in Act yeah. Five in Diablo Three. He's in there. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's uh named Silverback in the game. It's a variant of yet of the Yeti encountered only on mm. Gray Hollow Island zone of Adventure Mode in Act Five. Okay. So now Davis I'm gonna is close these the Diablo two. Wiki so I can keep playing. Yeah, it's interesting that you also have <laughs> Google
0: over there. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what Act Five of Diablo Three was. That's I have the- no
2: recollection.
0: Is that the one where you go into the like you go into heaven, or is that Act Four? I, I the thing about these games, any
1: of it, any story point, couldn't tell you. I'm just clicking. <laughs>
0: I'm just there it's clicking an e- and picking stuff up. Are you? I just remember like biomes. So I there, there's a point where you go into like the the sa- like not the sanctuary, but like the the, the pandemonium, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. You, the, it, you go into and, like and alternate you're up dimension. there with all the fallen angels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. It's a game that you can play with exclusively skipping cutscenes and still enjoy yeah but i I will play the I will play it through and we'll watch them all in honor of the designers because it is the art and voice yes. work is fantastic it- we didn't
0: talk about the cinematics here, but I think the, the, you know, the, the major cinematics, the, the, the pre rendered ones are all really well done, but also all the in game stuff. I mean, they, they did a lot more work in terms of making these, the in game cutscenes, the in engine cutscenes feel cinematic, changing the camera angle from isometric. There's like look at points you can get yeah. to, or like the, you go to like a low angle and you see more of the world that like all that stuff I think is, Uh, yeah, no, it's, I, I think it was maybe like, okay, let's see how this works the first time I encountered it. But as I was going, as I was going, I was like, oh yeah, this makes this feel like it has like kind of a triple A game presentation in terms of the story
2: side of it. Can, Can we get back to my game now? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't, we got room for <laughs> tangents, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, lightly Google two words, and we'll say <laughs> fake or real. Sick uh, um, fucking game. Okay, here we go. Uh, mitochondria. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are real. Uh, no. Um, bone fetish.
0: I think I think that's real.
2: Uh, I know it's a real my doctor says I have
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one is real. This game's The Skeleton King gave me a bone fish, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: Swamp Demon. Fake. I'm I'm gonna say that's fake. Okay, you guys are really good at this game.
1: It's tied up. That's fake. Frozen ghoul.
0: That's real. I think there is a frozen ghoul, that's real. That one's
2: fake. Wow, he got us. Thank you. Was all right, a- is that all you were trying to do? We're done now. I just or wanted to make more? you guys look like fucking idiots. Uh, there's
0: so many ice enemies. There's so many because like you start in an ice biome in this game, yeah, right. Uh, and then there's like the you know like the Act Five of Diablo Two is all ice. So much of Act of Diablo Three is ice. There's just so much ice. I was like, I feel like there was an ice school in there somewhere. I yeah, guess there's not. a
2: classic variation. You get like you start getting ghoul, then you get like shadow ghoul, fire ghoul, like you know like right. they do like. Uh, tinted red and it's a fire gold yeah. Tinted blue and it's that Like, I do think uh, that's another cool element Like when a bad guy becomes vulnerable They get like a little purple light Like there's like some mm-hmm. light art changes That never yes. previously existed Which is kind of fun Just a, just a, a couple more here Ghastly Gravedigger Ooh that's Ask the monster the truck digger. that runs over uh, <laughs> Deckard Cain, and you have to get yeah. revenge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Grave
2: digger, Sunday, 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 only in Haradrim.
0: <laughs> uh, I remember Bigfoot was like the bit, ba- like, like. It was it was kind of the equivalent of like there was Hulk Hogan and then the and then like the Ultimate Warrior came about. I feel like it was the same thing with Bigfoot and the grave and Grave Digger. Yeah, it was like Grave Digger came about and it was like that's the cool one.
2: Uh, when I went to uh, Gen Con this past year, uh, uh-huh. they had Bigfoot in the convention because there's like a Bigfoot wow. board game and and I'm sure there's like nine Bigfoots just you know like that are traveling around the sure. world. But it was pretty rad. Like and I guess there was dozens of forty something year old men there. Who <laughs> we're like, whoa, Bigfoot. Like everyone just taking like the Mitch thumbs up photo in front of it. Like. <laughs> it's real to me. <laughs> All
0: right, so what what was the name Ghastly of it again? Gravedigger Ghastly Gravedigger. Uh, I'll, I'll guess real. Nick's right, so now it's five to four.
1: Oh. Do you have which game that's from? I don't, not in front of me. Uh I just wrote a, down a bunch. Ghastly, I'm gonna say it's from actually I think it's from this this new one, I think. From Diablo 4. Oh, wow. Uh, I got a I got a I got a mix going in here. Uh the final one. Dark magician.
2: Hmm. I think you're supposed um. to call them just magicians, dude. <laughs> 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 like, I don't think it, their complexion should come into no, it at right. all. That's right. me personally. No, <laughs> Big ally over here. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm an ally. I don't know about you, but I've been conflicted. I got the woke mind vi I'm sick too, bro. <laughs> I got the woke mind virus, dog. Doctor said it's terminal. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor said, I said, Doc, I got the woke mind virus. What does that mean? G- it's like, you just give a shit about other people. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I
0: know God what you're forbid. thinking. The doctor was a woman. I'm going to guess the dark magician is
2: fake. I'm going to go with fake as well.
0: It is fake. I made it up.
1: But Nick's our so- winner of wow. the
2: bestiary. Wow.
0: Greatest honor of my fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> Hey, that's this week's Get Played. Links to our social media in the episode description. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, dead air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. Also check out Get Animated, where we're continuing the melancholy of Harui Suzumiya, which is on Stitcher Premium or at patreon.com slash getplayed. John Gabris, such a treat to have you on. Everyone should listen to High and Mighty. Everyone should check out Action Boys on Patreon, Patreon with a Z. I don't know if I fucking... I have a Patreon. I should know how to say it. I think uh, people Action know. Boys on Patreon. <laughs> Action Boys with a Z. I, I've said this before when you've been on the pod. I've said this in other contexts. I just, I, I just was was touring with our our mutual friend and mutual janitor Tammy Sager, uh, who's also an Action Boys fan. Uh, it's it's just like I just think it's the funniest podcast. Oh, thank- so like if you want to if you want to listen to a funny show, check it out. It's 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 so great. It's a podcasters um,
2: podcast, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Such appreciate. You, Weiger, you always gas us up and when funny people find our show funny it it means a lot uh, like that's all we're going for we're talking about stuff we love and trying to be funny like trying really hard to be funny uh, too hard it's embarrassing uh, but I I appreciate you giving us a shout out yeah and we have some free episodes of Action Boys you can hunt them down uh, there's like a, a free feed called Unlocked and Loaded if you're like want to just get a sniff and get hooked you know like we'll give you the first taste for free baby
0: hell yeah and hi- and High and Mighty, uh, uh, I have guessed it on a few times. Matt, you've guessed That's it on That's right. Talk about Weezer.
2: And so, and Heather, Heather has been on, Heather was a guest way back in the day and we talked video games and I, I didn't even really know her then. I was just a fan. Like wow. I wasn't really friends with her. I just reached out and had Heather Ann Gamble over my house, you know, like, I mean, yeah. like yeah. come to my apartment and talk about video games with me, a guy you met at backstage at UCB.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> in all fairness, I don't know if Matt and I know Heather all that well either. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I was about to say. I thought you guys would find it funny that she was in my house.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> like Weiger, I've traveled the country with and i'm still not uh, never seen the inside of his fucking house <laughs> I'm not
3: trying to <laughs> uh
2: gabers anything else you want to plug yeah check out 101 places to party before you die now on max and if you're an emmy voter it is up for nomination so wow. for your consideration uh you know, I don't think True TV or Zaslov or anyone in that fucked up conglomerate of clusterfucks is going to be putting any marketing money behind it because uh, I don't think we're going to get a second season via them. Uh, So I do love all this like anti-Zaslav shit that's out in the like coming out in the press. Like that's exciting for a guy who personally blamed him for losing a second season of the dream job. So uh, like I'm stoked that people are on to this fuck. I'm glad he made two hundred million dollars last year, and the job that uh, (laughs) was the hardest I've ever worked on anything and creatively input my life is just you know toast. But I'm glad he got his two hundred million dollars in a BU speech or whatever. Rock and roll, brother.
1: The funniest (laughs) thing on earth. Was watching him get booed. It's so
2: funny. Oh my God. I love it. It's so gratifying.
0: (laughs) Should have thrown Zaslav into that quiz. Oh yeah,
2: (laughs) he's the Uh, level four blob boss. That that one's real. Um, He drops two hundred
0: million gold pieces when you kill him. Yeah, he's the fucking
2: treasure goblin. Um, God, uh, we've only run into one treasure goblin, but he escaped me. I haven't killed a treasure goblin. Every time I see the Uh, treasure
1: goblin, I love him. Uh, But oh, Gabris, I I have to say, I've watched that show. I watched One Hundred One Places to Party Before You Die. It's uh, it's incredible. I loved it so much. Super funny. Uh, oh, and thanks, I've, guys. I recommended it to people who don't like know my comedy friends either, and like and they're like just like big fans of it. Also, so like it's it's such a great. Uh, such a cool, unique show. First of all, and also cool to see your funny friends on TV be funny the way that they're funny and not watered down in a in you know, a TV way. Which was I incredible. appreciate that we wanted to bring Adam Pally. Yeah,
2: me and Adam Pally. We wanted to bring like podcast energy to TV. Yeah, we were like raw. It's the most authentic on camera I've ever been. I think I like we're we're so ourselves in like such a way that is either for good or for bad, depending on what you think <laughs> about it. Uh, you might not like us, which is completely reasonable. But if you like us at all. It is us. Like, and if you dislike us, that's it too. Like that we're not, you know, We're yeah. I feel good about it. No imposter <laughs> syndrome for the first time in my life. Hell yeah. feels good.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, thanks so much for making time for us, Gabris. And uh, I won't say it to you. I'll say it to Zaslav. Zaslav, you, sir, got played. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: shit. Surprise.